I'm Lou Conran. And I am Sally Ann Hayward. We're a pair of comedians who've been known to enjoy an alcoholic beverage or ten over the years, sometimes separately, sometimes together. But it's occurred to us that we know nothing about the drinks that we love to quaff, and that unbelievably, there will be some types of liquor out there that we are not acquainted with. And as we hate missing out, we thought we'd invite some celebrity pals to recommend their go-to tipple and drink along with us while we make them dish the most embarrassing booze-related tales. And then we give our honest verdict if we are going to spit or swallow. So if it's gross, we drank it so you don't have to. And it's definitely not just an excuse to open up the drinks cabinet on a Monday night. Heaven forbid. Today with Amazon Business, Shannon Stuckey of Walburn Woodworking helped her team buy 63 circular saws. Okay, Andy, take it easy. Now she uses her time to focus on growing something big. Buy smarter, dream bigger. Visit Amazon Business, your partner for smart business buying. Come and see Lou and Sally live. Yes, Spit or Swallow is appearing in London on the 20th of October 2021 at the Covent Garden Studios. And they'll be joined by special guest Shazia Mirza. That's the 20th of October 2021 at the Covent Garden Studios. Follow Lou and Sally on social media for details of where to buy tickets. I'm Lou Conran. And I am Sally Ann Hayward. We're a pair of comedians who've been known to have a glass of wine or ten over the years, sometimes separately, sometimes together. But it's occurred to us that we know next to nothing about the drink we love to quaff, and that unbelievably there will be some types of vino out there we are not acquainted with. As we hate missing out, we thought we'd invite some celebrity pals to recommend their go-to wine and drink along with us, whilst we make them dish the most embarrassing booze-related tales. And then we give our honest verdicts if we're going to spit or swallow. So if it's gross, we drank it so you don't have to. It's definitely not just an excuse to drink a bottle of wine on a Monday night. (laughs) Heaven forbid. Right, Sally, go. Lou, you're in a hurry. You've had a great week. What have you been doing? You've been in London. I'm just going to quickly say, you've been in London. I know that you stayed in a lovely hotel. You had a lovely time in a wine bar. I've had um, a lovely time in a wine bar. I got on the clipper. I went up and down the Thames or the Thames. You saw me. You saw saw me. We went went and watched people doing um, trapeze artists, silks and acrobats. And then we went to the theatre bar and we drank more. I bought a lovely necklace and everything. You bought a lovely necklace. Oh, it's like the generation game, isn't it? When you the memory thing, when you're like, and then there was yeah. a suitcase and there was a glass of wine what else did you oh. do last week quickly quickly oh, oh I went to oh, Dartmouth I got I house I, you've got a house oh. I got a house yeah, and I went that. to Dartmouth I ended up on a ferry you know when you're on a car yeah. and all of a sudden you're on a ferry and I oh thought how god. did this happen how I did this happen know. oh my god I and can't then, believe and then, so much has happened and then we invited Izzy Sooty didn't we yeah. to, do our, to do our podcast yeah. and she's and here I, now here she is listen Marvellous guest this afternoon, Sally, is the wonderful, the beautiful, with very pretty nails, Izzy Sooty. Yes, Izzy Sooty. Hello. I'm good. And my nails are growing out, you know, like when you get Uh, roots. Yeah. People who haven't had shellac won't know what the hell we're talking about, but. When you get your nails done with shellac and it doesn't come Mm. off, you Mm. get the normal nail growing 
Oh, is that what you've got? Shellac there. So I, I get, so I've only ever painted yeah. my mine are just painted my nail painted, so they just chip off. So mine only will last a couple of days. I get oh, really right. itchy I, nails with shellac. Like I just want to pick it off. Oh god! Like it, that must be awful because yeah. you can't get to the no. To the can't nail. get to the itch, can you? you know. No, oh. no. So, I was the first time I painted my nails since lockdown the other day. Actually, in oh. the whole yeah pandemic. I've got a thing about wanting to get the air to my nails. I don't know what it is. It's nonsense. But I'm always like, oh, I must let the air get to my nails. And I, when, So when the pandemic hit, I went, well, I've got, we don't know how long, have we, for, for the air to get to my nails. <laughs> well, you've got the air to your nails so much in your in your walking expedition that one of them fell off and it's on yes. your sideboard now, isn't it? It's, no, it's on the top of my chest of drawers. Look, oh, um, sorry, basically, Izzy, I, um, I went on a 96-mile walk for charity. <laughs> And during that time, um, one of my toenails came off. Apparently, that's very normal. Yeah. Apparently oh, is it to do? So that happened to me in Sydney, Ooh. but I hadn't been walking a lot. But oh. it was really weird. I was just standing with Tim Key, actually. With, this is 11 years ago. And my toenail just fell off. Oh. And I was like, that's so weird. But I hadn't been. But you, is it to do with walking then? Well, this was, I think. Yeah, this was definitely to do with walking because it was just we, it was, we were walking about 25 miles a day. And then, and I think like the toe hitting the boot a lot. Anyway, maybe, maybe Tim yep. Key poetried your nail today. Poetry, he might have done. maybe he um, poetried it while I was asleep or something. Yeah. Yes, God. Oh, yeah. Tell us because I fall asleep everywhere. Do you? Day. So yeah, oh. yeah. I could have just done it. We'd been on a boat trip to a rock and read our books and we were covered with these weird ants but we didn't oh. notice because we were having a really intense conversation maybe he did it then yeah. it sounds like you're describing a dream i know it, it was there brilliant was a rock and a boat yeah and the ants was, crawled it, over and tim key appeared it was very <laughs> odd we were doing our shows in sydney arts festival i don't think either of us really made any money but we just got covered in ants and my toenail fell off and it was lovely <laughs> <laughs> to be alive is it oh. time to be alive tell us what your drink is please what's your drink of choice my drink of choice is oyster based sauvignon blanc Ooh. so i used to work for odd bins which you may or may not Ooh, know um, yes. i worked for odd bins for years i worked in the food and wine industry for years and years Ooh. before i went full time with the biz um <laughs> Uh, is that so how I you always through... describe it? Yeah. The booze. The it has to be in that voice, doesn't it? Yeah. The what, wanker. A wanker's voice. Yeah, the wanker's yeah. voice. Yeah. You're, like yeah. a t- you're an exec when you're talking like that, aren't you? Yeah, I remember when um, my very first agent, um, I didn't actually end up signing with this lady, I don't think, but she came to see me in a fringe show and she said, well, I have got an audition coming up to be a, a, like a space invader in the queue in Legoland and entertain people. I worked out that I would have earned less than I was earning at the time handing out leaflets. And I was like, I don't know if I really want to do that. And she went, work is work, darling. Oh. Work is work. And I think she's the kind of person who'd say the biz. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Work, work is work, work. darling. Work. She's like, work so is work. Hard. I'll do some yeah. other work then if work yeah, is yeah. work. Fine. I'll just go much. to Canary Wharf and hand out leaflets to commuters. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, space invader. Maybe she works so hard she's got no toenails because oh, she just God, works yeah. so hard. Oh, yeah. 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 She blames yeah. them on Tim Key. Mm. I mean, maybe everyone whose toenails fall off. It's Tim Key's fault. Yeah. So I worked in the food and wine industry for years. I worked for. Gourmet food company called LeapingSalmon.com, then bought out by Freshers. They were gourmet meal kits, but like Rocket. And that we did a lot of wine pairing then. then Can I just I, butt in? Yes. What's wine pairing? Is that like oh, food and wine? Like, yeah, like, so there were these 
they were really lovely meals, like three course meals. Mm-hmm. And for a while, actually, because I didn't have very much money, I didn't really eat all day. And then we'd get to take home whatever wasn't used. So I'd, and they were all for two people, which is actually a bit silly. And I don't think, you know, they should have done that because plenty of people don't aren't in a couple or, you know, living with someone. But anyway, it was always two portions. So I used to just take home a three course meal for two Great. and eat all of it. And that was like my food for the day. Mm-hmm. And then we used to... and. We used to learn quite a lot about pairing wine with that food. So you'd sort of pair it with the main course. So the main courses were things like beef wellington or there was this salmon one that I loved, which was like a fillet of salmon noodles, like a kind of Japanese style dish. And because I had the portion for two, I used to do the two fillets of salmon. I used to do it in a mixing bowl so it was big enough and then just eat (laughs) It's a like massive a spoon. <laughs> Kenwood, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, just because that was the only bowl I had that was big enough because it was like, you know, it's far too big for a cereal bowl. But And then that would have been paired with a white wine, I think, probably. Um, and I learnt a bit about wine then, oh. but then that company went bust. Um, oh, maybe it's because they were giving away loads of food. They were <laughs> well, also, we used a lot of different delivery companies and it was, I mean, awful things didn't get there on Valentine's Day and people would ring oh. and be like, I was going to propose and now my meal isn't here. <sighs> and then the meal wouldn't get there. And then five days later, they'd find this meat just dumped in their garage because the oh. delivery company would deliver to for lots of different companies. So they wouldn't know it was perishable. So it sort of add insult to injury because you'd find this sort of rotting food <laughs> when you got home that you'd ordered five days earlier. And we gave away a lot of gift vouchers, but we but, had a lot of fun. <laughs> also, who decides the size of the portions like you're saying two two portions for one person that's how I used to live my life go to Sainsbury's buy the meals for two for one yeah. Who decides how big well, your portion exactly. should be? Well, exactly. Who does decide? We're all different, aren't we? And some exactly. days you do want a bigger one. Some days you want a smaller one. Exactly. But what, what I liked about it was it Listen, was free she's talking food. About meals. It was... Sorry. <laughs> right. Good to know. Good to know. Thanks. <laughs> it was free. It was free meals. Yeah. Some days we want enough for two. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then you could have pudding, you see. You could have a starter. Oh. Did you ever um, fess up to the people who were complaining that perhaps you'd actually had their Valentine's meal? <laughs> no, I, I'd just be thinking, well, it hasn't got there. So hopefully some delivery driver is having a really nice meal tonight because, you know, some of them, I mean, they'd spend hundreds. And when they got there, they were absolutely brilliant. It's just it was a bit ambitious. I think. Oh, that was a squeaky door. <laughs> that oh. was someone coming to get their meal from <laughs> 15 years ago. They're still angry. Yeah. They, <laughs> they didn't get their gift voucher. <laughs> Either that or it's Tim Key coming yeah. in again to cast some to... magic. Yeah. Good old so you, Tim. So you've yeah. chosen Oyster Bay. Which Oyster is... Bay. So yeah, when, when I left Leaping Salmon, I then worked for Top Table, which I don't think exists anymore. We found well, there's a little restaurant bit of a tables. Here, is so many, bought... It was really weird. It was really Ooh. weird. And then I'm moved to Oddbins and then I've chosen Oyster Bay Sauvignon Blanc because I learned so much about wine at Oddbins they take it really seriously I don't want this to turn into like an advert for Oddbins but they were a brilliant company to work for really yes and there were loads of actors and sort of comics and directors and stuff who worked there and they um were really good about the hours and they sent us all on this wine training and I remember going to so that's where I discovered Oyster Bay Sauvignon Blanc and that's when I discovered really really grew in confidence about identifying grapes and not just going, I don't like Chardonnay, which is what I used to do. Just uh-huh. like, and then, uh, yeah, I I 
at one point I could sort of blind taste virtually any grape and identify <gasps> it correctly. Is it yeah. We never knew this about you. No, I, yes, I had the equivalent of like a GMVQ <clears throat> in wine tasting. I wonder if this wow. will go in the Daily Mail. Oh, oh I hope so. <laughs> I'm going to make sure I'm going to get PR exercise on it immediately. Oh, oh, but like grapes. trying to think of the headline at the moment. Leave that with me. You carry on, Lou. We're yeah, about okay. You. Grapes are grapes are like, but like, but what? What? There's red and green, isn't there? Is he? Well, there's lots of varieties of grape, and in France, the area has a grape that they normally use. So, like Bordeaux will have a certain grape, and then and then in the New World, um, places like Australia and stuff, the wine is normally described by the grape rather than the oh, area. area oh yeah yes learning we've been doing this nearly a year now yeah. and we never knew that is it didn't you mm. well you um, know it's 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 very advanced it's oh. like double gmv yeah yeah um, right <laughs> so so the, but it wouldn't just so it would be bordeaux but then there'd be what are they called the little because somebody in an off license told me do you remember lou when we had rusty lee on and we, oh, we had to forage for her wine the appellation and then, or oh yeah that, so i made up a word. rhyme to remember this actually i mean it's not even it's just them in order but i think if you say it like so you remember it van der table van der pay Appellation contrôlée. So, van der table is like, I suppose, the table lo- lowest. Yeah, but you're still pretty nice a lot of the time. Van der pay is like the middle band, and then appellation contrôlée is the highest one. And then it would normally has the area in the middle, so appellation. And then they've got different ones. Like in Spain, it's called like something origin, blah blah blah. But you can sort of tell with the different languages what appellation contrôlée is. And that's the highest one. Yeah. But do you know what? I'd forgotten that little rhyme. Oh, it's always there, isn't it? It's It's always there. The things that we don't actually need. I forget, like, to take my keys when I go out. I can remember. I can remember all the songs I sang at Browners. Can They're you? all the Can war you? songs. Yeah, we used to say, I'm not going to do it for you. It's just, it's too much for your ears. But it's Did all... you say war songs? We used to say, we had little, we had two little, yeah, they were war songs. Like, um, How old are you, Sally? You weren't in the brownies in the war. No, I wasn't in the war. No, no, no. But no. we sat, but the war songs were still available to use. Oh, right. <laughs> were they sort of a jolly war songs? Like, we're gonna win. We're gonna win. Rather than like, we're all gonna die, kind of thing. Well, well, I can remember two little girls in blue, lad. Two little girls in blue, and then it carries on. Like I said, oh. I don't want to. I just don't want to disturb people with it. Oh, it's when nice. the saints go marching in. I don't. But... Yeah, the only thing I I remember is, that war song? I don't know. is um, a poem. See, this might make your other toenails drop off. Is uh, are you ready for this? Tim Key will be well jealous. Um, Miserable Malcolm from Morecambe had Rottweilers but did not walk them. They stayed in all day, but no muck would they lay because Malcolm had managed to cork them. There oh, we go. Wow. What Did you learn that in Brownies from, like, Brown Owl? No, not from Brownies, from a man called David. Uh... Dude, a child. <laughs> Sounds really dodgy, that, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> what about this one? Jake Osborne, you are horny. I must admit, I like your perm. Now all we want from you is sperm. That was um, <laughs> um, a boy that me and my friends fancied when we were oh, at secondary good. school. That's a good we, one, isn't it? Yeah, we did. Was we did the boy in the tent opposite to us? He is a stupid prat. He wears brown flares and a checkered shirt and a brown and yellow hat. 
He sits right down with legs open wide. He gives us a sophisticated smile. He puts up his arms so we can smell his B.O. and stays there for or a while. He says, my name's Stephen Jackson. I go to a private school. I like to I like to give girls a big surprise by my, by wearing clothes that make me look so cool. That's amazing. That definitely. Do. Now, when was the last time you sang that? Well, when I was about twelve. Yeah, you it's still there, still there, isn't it? And it's still all there, there. From, fresh from the Christian holiday camp. Christian <laughs> <laughs> laughs so loudly at that bit. So. <laughs> Um, so did you get drunk at the christian um no that was a very innocent type so that that actually that song marked like the end of innocence for me at the christian holiday camps which were just brilliant we used to do loads of rock climbing and pond dipping and things and things like sing things like when the saints go marching in every morning and Um, and eating your daily bread eating your daily bread yes i didn't have any wine so i had got confirmed but we didn't take wine at the christian holiday camps i just did in church um but the i was really then at the end of yes the age of innocence and about to go into because i think i started i think i had my first drink when i was about 13 maybe Mm -hmm. and what was that um so that was sparkling wine of some kind because um at my parents house there used to be this cupboard that was called the shower cupboard because when we moved in it had a shower in it that was then taken out isn't it weird how you get those names that you never question it um so in the shower cupboard which was just a cupboard there was loads of booze that was where my parents kept booze right and um I was in a band called Izzy Sutty and the Muppets. So I was 14, actually. I love the way you said I was in a band as if it, a bit, like, it was clearly your band. It well. was my band. Yeah, Izzy. Yeah. I don't think Elvis Costello goes, I was in a band called Elvis Costello. <laughs> love that he was the first person I thought of trying to think of a, an artist. He's probably got a backing band. Um, yeah, Izzy Sutty and the Muppets. Right. So I happened to be in. Yeah. Um, and it was our first gig. So I must have been 14. And um, I stole a bottle of something from the shower cupboard. That oh, I think was probably classic. Prosecco, not champagne. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, And I drank it in the... The gig was at Starcombe's Village Hall. And I drank it in the field behind the Village Hall. And I was very, very drunk, obviously. And then I threw up into a spider's web. So I put my head, because I was in a bush, and then I went on stage to do this gig and I had like a spider's web. Or It looked quite cool, like quite gothy. You couldn't have kind of faked it if you tried because a lot of the web stayed intact. And I was so drunk, I just couldn't remember any of the chords and uh, any of the words. And then there was another period around that time when I got very, very, even more drunk than that. And I'd been... I went to the rugby club in Cromford and we all drunk loads and loads and loads. And I think I may have actually, that might have been first thing. I might have been 13, but these two memories are close together. And I snogged this guy called Chaddy Great. Um, for ages and ages. And I remember Ooh. tasting boo. Isn't that weird? You know, mm. when you used to snog boys or girls or anyone and taste yeah. Booze. Yeah. Like almost Be- sucking them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Getting well, drunk. I think when you get older, you, yeah, you yeah. don't either notice it or you maybe, I don't know, it's weird, isn't it? But I really remember that about that about him. I was like, oh, I can really taste. Oh, 
<laughs> and then when my friend Caroline's dad gave us a lift home and I threw up in the back <gasps> of his car oh, and no. he, it was awful. I threw up all over the back seat. Oh no. And then, then the next morning I was so drunk, I was sort of hung over. My mum and my sister went up to their house and cleaned oh. the car and my sister was really young and she came back and she was like, is he? And the thing that she was horrified about was not the amount of vomit, but the fact that I'd been sitting on a giant beetle. So where I, where all the sick was and where I'd obviously been sitting was a giant squashed beetle. And that had obviously been stuck to my bum somehow when I was snogging Chaddy. So that was the thing she was traumatised about. She was like, there was a big beetle, it could have got you. And you... I just... <laughs> Not all the vomit. <laughs> vomit and all the bits of old veg oh, that have no. come up with your... And then poor Caroline's dad, he got a new company car, not because of the vomit, but happened to get a new company car. And this is only about a month later. No. We went to a party no. and we got out next to a dry stone wall of which there are loads in Derbyshire. And I was so relieved I'd gone in the car again and not damaged it. I opened the door and slammed it into this dry stone wall. And he was like, get out of my car. <laughs> Do you still see Caroline and her dad? Well, her dad is no longer with us. He passed oh. away a few years ago, but he did remember. So he sort of got over it and even put me in a poem towards the end of his life oh. about oh. how kind of, oh, is he? She was always doing naughty things, but everything's turned out all right kind of thing. So I feel like I got his forgiveness, which is really lovely. Well, you, you should. Have you yeah. got the poem? Do you know, is there a copy of it anywhere? I think there it? might be. If I can if I can get Car- if I can get one off Caroline, I'll ask um, to put it in the show notes, yeah. shall I? Yeah. It's a lovely, uh, I think it was an ode to his daughter for her 21st Aww. and then he'd put in a line a few lines about and her friend is he um, so yeah what crazy is he um, so yeah i'll try and find it oh yes. that's really cute yeah, it's a very loving it? poem yeah it's quite nice to end up in a poem for doing things like throwing up in a car and yeah, slamming someone's it. door yeah. into <laughs> were you the sort yeah. of friend of um that the parents of your friends liked i i think he genuinely didn't like me for a few years um <laughs> Because you damaged everything to do with his vehicle. Yeah, and also I was quite gothy and quite angsty. Really? Caroline what was, a surprise. Yeah. You grew up in a spider's web <laughs> and you sat on beetles. <laughs> and it was a really weird um, connection with insects, dead insects. Because um, presumably I killed the spider by using its home as a hat. Um, <laughs> Caroline um, was quite like straight-laced and uh-huh. liked horse riding and was very kind of... Like, you know, long hair and very clean faced and kind of, and she'd moved from Kirkby and Ashfield and was like, oh, hello, I'm Caroline. And then I was sort of like, oh, God, I'm going to throw up in a spider's web. And I think her dad <laughs> definitely was, well, I know that he was. I know that he didn't really necessarily want us to be friends for a few years, but then he grew to see like the lovely side of me and yeah. um, it was all fine. Yeah. I never yeah. thought about whether or not my friend's parents... I know one of my friend's parents didn't like me. I was very gothic as well, but she was she was a bit of a social climber, this woman. And I used to wear that purple... I think it was called Twilight Teaser, number 17. Actually, no, it was even <laughs> darker purple lipstick. And um, and she was she just made some horrible comment when I was there just about how I looked like I died, you know. Oh, and, oh she hate she really hated me. But um, but on the whole, I think I got on with parents. But I know that my parents had favourites of my friends, so I've never really thought. Oh, mm. I wonder who. 
It's weird, and isn't it, when your parents favorite. have like an irrational hatred of one of your friends. Like I can't remember whether I've spoken about this before, but my mate Becky Big Baps, my mum hated her, just irrationally, just hated her, and so much so that Becky, we had to change her name. So when she rang the landline to speak to me, she had to call herself Pamela. Pamela's on no, Pamela's on the phone because if she said it was Becky, my mum would just put the phone down on her. It's oh funny God. how she chose an older name as well to yeah. get around your, like it it's could be Eileen. one of your mum's friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was always Pamela, I don't know why. And then when I was allowed to have a party in the house, I think it was my 20th, Becky was copying off with a boy in the spare room and vomited on her, whilst she was on her hands and knees across the landing. And he cleaned it up. And obviously that really didn't help the situation with my mother's hatred of Becky. So, Oh, oh it's nice of him to have cleaned it. Presumably he didn't find a beetle. No, he didn't. I think he was just trying to get his tip wet. Oh, OK. So, um, Not in the sick. No. No. <laughs> no. no well, I'm sure that's not. been done. Oh, there's probably a fetish for that, oh. isn't there? Today with Amazon Business, Shannon Stuckey of Walburn Woodworking helped her team buy 63 circular saws. Okay, Andy, take it easy. Now she uses her time to focus on growing something big. Buy smarter, dream bigger. Visit Amazon Business, your partner for smart business buying. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So the age of th- sort of 13 was first drinking times then in Derbyshire, 12, 13. And then um, yeah. where did what, what did you progress to? What were you, um, sparkling wine and then... Well, I think when I used to go out, it always used to be Stella. That was, mm-hmm. so everyone used to drink Stella, pints of Stella. Um, I remember drinking Perno and Black a little bit. Oh. Um, I had a pint of Baileys on the day I got my GCSEs and then just threw up and went yeah. home. I think it all happened within about 13 minutes. Like, mm. it was, <laughs> yeah. Pint of Baileys. Yeah, pint of Baileys. Even with ice, that's a oh. lot of Baileys, isn't it? It's not something yeah. I'd choose either. Like no. to celebrate. No. No, I know. I just love I still love Baileys actually. It oh. didn't put me off. Normally everyone's had one experience, haven't they? Yeah. With and mine's tequila actually. Um, Most people's yeah. is tequila. Or second yeah. comfort. Tell us about your tequila yeah. moment. What put you off? Well, tequila, me and my friend Sharon, we drank one one whole bottle of tequila. I think we were about f- no more than definitely no more than fourteen. In slammers very, very quickly in, in my room. In so your room? Yes, yeah, so it was New Year's Eve. We were in my room. My parents had gone out. We'd got this bottle of tequila. And it, to be honest, it wasn't a big deal for us to have a bottle of tequila. Like I was quite naughty. It wasn't like, oh, what's going to happen? It was like, come on, let's do it. But I'd never, ever drunk this much before. So it was like we drank very, very quickly these shots. You know, we're talking like, a shot every 30 seconds oh my god and then very 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 quickly so we couldn't feel anything for a, a, a tiny weeny bit and then we'd had a half bottle each and then it was, <gasps> we were like <gasps> suddenly we were oh. and i i just had no control <clears throat> over my body i was you know I, I it was it was probably amongst the most drunk i've ever been and in a way you know that thing of like when you read about parents finding cigarettes and being like, okay, I'm going to watch you smoke 20 cigarettes, then you'll never want to smoke again. In a strange way, I sort of did that for myself with booze. I'm not saying that I didn't get very drunk again multiple times in my life. I drink a lot less now than I used to just because I've never really, I never really liked being very, very drunk. I right. now like kind of enjoying the taste of it. But that early experience being so drunk on tequila in a strange way mm. did 
kind of take all the glamour out of being really mm. drunk and it was like oh this is awful and I'm really young and my body's probably still developing and can't but I went downstairs and my parents had um all their kind of like wedding ornaments and lots of trinkets and things like that on the mantelpiece in the dining room and there was a hard floor and I um swept my hand along you know like with a pianist goes all the way from the top of the piano I literally swept everything off the mantelpiece just swept my hand along it like a bear just completely out of control and then we decided to there was a party near Starcombe's Village Hall where I'd got my head stuck in the spider's web and um we decided to ride up to the party on our on my bike and my sister's bike Sharon was going to use and I had um a, a rabbit called Clover who lived in the shed so we went in and the bikes were covered in hay and the shed was a real mess and we started to ride these bikes just covered in hay we rode them for about I don't know 100 yards and we're like this isn't going to work we're too drunk and then mum and dad came walking down the stony way which was the hill outside my house and in this really sort of oh we've just been for a little drink it's new year's eve and i was like mom dad i've broken all the ornaments like i don't know just it must have been so awful just seeing your daughter and her friend just so drunk on these hay covered bikes just and getting in and seeing all these like antique things and just smashed and by that point we'd gone we'd walked up to the party and at the party I carried on drinking and then I went into a field and threw up and I actually think I I don't know I I actually dread to think I I was not I really really was so 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 drunk and I was on my own I fell asleep in a field and someone came to find me I couldn't remember my own name that's how drunk I was I know I'm oh quite surprised God. I didn't have to have my stomach pumped, actually. Oh Do you God. think it was like, in a way, sort of a rebellion to all your Christian camps? Because... I think it was definitely a rebellion to, like, I was definitely like, I'm in a small town. Like, I always wanted to kind of, like, break free from Matlock and, like, get to the big smoke and, like, have experiences. I always want, I wanted to push everything, absolutely everything. I was just never kind of happy with, like... Uh, I don't know people saying this is what you've got to do I was like yeah. well I'll, I'll I'll do that and then I'll do this kind of thing I'll find my own um, way thank you very much yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but actually in all of God's creatures <laughs> yes <laughs> I remember getting that I remember that feeling of being so drunk I, I was in Thailand I remember and we got so drunk on whatever the, one of those islands is called and um Koh Panyang that's it and um and I walked along the beach and I just went over a tree stump and I but I couldn't see I just couldn't see anything I was so drunk you know and you just and I yeah. just remember, all I remember thinking is oh this is what blind drunk must mean like I actually remember that but that was all I just had to go, I had to give up God, <laughs> really, yeah so, yeah couldn't also see. when you're young you don't eat properly do you no. you don't I think when you get older you do kind of go. If you're going to go on a big night out, I'll sort of go now. Not necessarily I've got to line my stomach with milk or whatever, but just that you will have a meal. Yeah. You know, so that you're not. But when you're young, you just don't think about that stuff, do you? When you're at a festival, you're not going to be like, oh, it's seven o'clock. I'd better have my dinner. No. Although I have to say, even at my age, I still have had nights when I've forgotten to eat and I've gone out and I'm I'm far too excited because I'm going out. And so I'm already drunk because I'm excited. I haven't even had any booze. I'm just kind of like, oh, so excited. I'm so happy. And then I've forgotten to eat and I've had a few crisps or something. And then I've just like, it's been awful the next day. I, I think when you're younger as well, you can bounce back a bit as yeah, well, can't true. you? But 
not but I still age. get to that point though where I I get past the point of hunger so I'll just think yeah. oh it's just easier to just carry on drinking Guinness God, I, do. I just <laughs> yeah. don't do that what either of you to do I think I always want I always want food when I'm drinking and it's better, like I'll get in and be like I need toast I can't imagine being like I'm too drunk to eat. If anything, it's like, I'm so drunk, I must eat. Yes. Yeah, that's a good philosophy, isn't mm, it? But if only yeah. one could remember to do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, rather than just going, oh, sleep is what I want now. Yeah. Get, um, yeah. Mm. I'm just going to point this out that Sally will hate this, but I am currently drinking the Oyster Bay from a plastic Don't cup. Like that. Oh, yes. Uh, This will send shivers of horror down Sally's spine. So, Sally, are you you like, I think I'm a bit like you now. Now. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yes, it happens. Yeah. When you're young, it doesn't matter. But I much prefer a glass of wine in glass. I mean, I threw a tantrum. No, I So, do you know what I did in lockdown? I bought. Yeah, good old lockdown. I bought. Look at me leaning glasses. in. Oh, I yeah. bought wine glasses yeah. that are only for Sauvignon Blanc. No. Yeah. Can you get that? Mm. <gasps> oh, didn't even know that. We're learning so What's, much. I did what, not know. What's so special about this? Is it the shape? Yeah, the or shape, is it the, What is it? Well, you know, it's probably bullshit, isn't it? Doesn't but it's matter. Lockdown. Fuck all else to do. Exactly. <laughs> Um, they're very, very thin glass. Love thin which glass. Which is great when you've got yes. a toddler and a six-year-old. But anyway, I keep them high up in the cupboard. And actually, I am really... So I am like, these are my special glasses. I wash it by hand and I dry it and put it back in the cupboard. There's two. And um, I don't drink much red wine because I used to have... The, I don't have this so much anymore, but I used to have this thing called migraine-associated vertigo where I'd get very dizzy and headaches. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that... I got put on a diet and one of the things I had to stop was red wine. Um, And so I can have most of the things on the list now, but I'm still a little bit careful with red wine and aged cheese. And I will now have like a little bit of um, Pinot Noir or something if we're having a roast. But I've grown to really love white wine even more. But the other day I did have some Cabernet Sauvignon out of this Sauvignon Blanc glass. It was really weird. I was like, this should not be being used no. for red wine. No. It's wrong. Yeah. It just it did it. feel wrong because it, there's something about white wine that's generally a bit more delicate, mm. I think. In those really heavy reds, it doesn't mm. feel right to be drinking it out of a very, very, this very fine glass. It, it very slightly curves in at the top. Oh, I did not know that. Do you know what? Yeah. The vessel the vessel is just as important um, Says as her, the... drinking out of a beaker well, at the moment. I, I, I don't want them to, A, see me drinking at work because no, I've, got a, I've got a house to rewire, to pay for, and that's, so I need the job. But also, I'm in a room that I shouldn't be in and I've just found this, so I, oh. and I, I didn't want to swig it. So um, that's... No, no, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Needs must. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm going to... Yeah. I, I did not know that there were different wine glasses no. for different... I just thought it was... I knew there was a red and a white. Like, that was all I knew. You have Because they serve red in, like, big balloon things sometimes, don't they? And, and white yes. comes in a slightly different shape. But very... Yes. But, and even then I thought, I don't know which is which. I'll just trust the person that's pouring it. Yeah. Do you guys like those really big? I didn't like them when I first encountered them. And now I quite like them. Those very big globe-like uh, wine glass. If Only I, if it's thin glass. Yeah. Sorry, Logan. No, no. I was just, if I drink a red wine, I like it in a tumbler. 
I feel like I can heat it up with my tiny little hands in a t- in a tumbler. But I I don't know the the balloony things. I like I don't a big know. glass mm. to be honest. I do like a big glass. Yeah, and I like yeah. And it feels like, like you're not having much, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Even if you are, yeah. sort of... I feel my... quite fancy. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, my dad had a stroke when I was 16 and he was basically fine. But one of the things it affected was it very slightly affected one side of him and he couldn't drink from wine glasses because um, he probably would have been able to. But it was something he was quite nervous about because he was mm-hmm. just sort of slightly lost control of this one side. So mum and dad always had um, wine and they drank red wine really rather than white wine out of tumblers. And it was like something that I never questioned, like the shower cupboard, you know, those things that you're just growing up. Yeah. I was like, that's what people have. I never thought people had wine glasses at home. I sort of understood that in a restaurant you'd have them. And then it was really weird when I left home. I was like, oh yeah, it was just because of dad. That's very cool that mum did it too. Like it's just the weird, but even now I actually prefer red wine from a tumbler rather than um, a wine glass, I guess, because of just the way I was yeah and yeah. it feels a little bit more um not decadent but it feels a bit more sophisticated yeah it does i think yeah. you're right like if you had whiskey from a glass <clears throat> um once uh, me and my ex went to stay with uh, there's a b&b that's run by tiggy leg bork you know oh, used yeah. to be the nanny to in in wales and it's brilliant and we went there this is years and years and years ago i don't know if she still runs it as a b&b but there were all these beautiful glasses and she had sort of glasses that had been given her to the, for, uh, given to her from the royal family and stuff like that. Of course, you know, she was very connected to them. But I remember having this, I can't remember what I was having, maybe whiskey or something, out of this beautiful glass. And I was like, oh, I really get now why people spend money on like, mm. I don't really drink whiskey actually, but... I can I can really understand why you'd invest in like a beautiful glass to drink a spirit from because you don't have much of it and there's something very nice kind of kind of swilling it round and gazing at the yeah. bottom of it through the opaque liquid and yeah so, uh, so we had Sarah Cox on a few um, oh, yeah. uh, months ago and she said that Sally Traffic said that the whiskey glass will find you. Mm. So, and that makes it... Because I was just thinking, like, I'm, I'm, I'm in this room and I can see like all these, those big cheap glasses that you get in like a Witherspoons or something like that. Not for you, is he? Oh, but it just yeah. reminded me, you know, when you... I don't know whether your parents did this, but collected tiger tokens from the garage and you'd get all your set of glasses that you trained on Lifra Milch with and all of that sort of... Oh. Did you ever have that? Or Sally, you must have, when your parents I'm not, collected I'm the tokens. Okay, all right, let's do it. No, we had ourselves. green shield stamps, mate. Oh. We're talking even further back in right. that world. But... <laughs> but now it's like, it's a thing, isn't it? The the, the opulence of having the, the, the glass so that you can really enjoy what you're drinking as opposed to doing what me and Sally do most of the time, which is Neck necking it. it. Not taste a bit overexcited. <laughs> yeah. Did you used to get the, the tiger t- with the tiger tokens from the petrol station? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you could, you you said, could yeah. yeah, collect the glasses, and people used to ha- collect their um, cereal bowls or their dinner plates. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. I remember something about, but but not glasses. Yeah. yeah. Well, my mum used to. It used to be two petrol stations in my village, just in the village. Wow. Two petrol wow. stations. I know. And my mum used to drive up in her Escort Mark II and wind down her window. And I just, all I remember is her leading out because that's when people used to, the attendants did it for yeah. you. And you just go, five pounds a four star, please. <laughs> and then we'd get the green shield stamps and away we'd go for our prizes. Oh, um, 
imagine the abuse they'd be getting now if this petrol crisis. Oh, Oh, poor things. Yeah, thank God it was back then when there was loads of really dangerous leaded petrol. Yeah, life is so easy. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, you've got a listener story, haven't you, mate? Have you? Is it basically, we'll just explain, we ask our listeners to write in with their drunk stories and we read them out and then we can decide what we would do with them brilliant okay this one's it's not lengthy but it, i'll abbreviate where i can so this is from rachel of eastbourne and she says hello women of the amazing sos podcast uh, you have inspired me to share one of my drunk stories and something i'm not proud of but something i think that may have prevented a possible disaster Basically, I'm going to paraphrase because it's quite lengthy. She went on a raft building weekend in Wales for a Hindu. God bless you. Uh, and she was with 11 other women that were sharing a dorm. And it was the sort of place that you'd go for the weekend if you wanted to cop off with somebody before you finally ended up marrying the apparent love of your life. How lovely is that? Uh, the Saturday night was a disco for all the hen parties and all the stag do's that were, that were there to let their hair down. Uh, boy, did I let it down. Woo! I made my way through several of the stag do men and one in particular who I have to say was sublime. We chatted, we kissed, we drank and we eventually did some bonking in the shared dorm. Bonking. Yeah, which was all very Love Island and not very discreet. In the morning, we woke up to find the room full of hens in various states of undress and wretchedness. And as my conquest slid out of the bed to do the short walk of shame, he spotted someone he knew across the bedroom, which was terribly awkward as it happened to be his bride-to-be, who had just happened to be in bed with someone else. (gasps) Breakfast was practically undigestible. What are the chances of two people coming together on the same weekend away, but, like, not organising... They were both unfaithful, the groom Yeah, and the... basically, yeah. At and least they were, they were both unfaithful. Yes. Yeah. And they were both together, though, in the same... Well, the, by the sound of it, they were all in the same dorm. Yeah. The, Rachel had sneaked her man into the dorm, as the hen had sneaked somebody... I've been on one of those raft building weekends. Oh. Yeah. So, so I guess all the women have one dorm and all the men yeah. have another dorm, regardless oh, of whether they yeah. all know each other. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And they were shagging in, like, not in front, well, yeah, in, in yeah. the shared Love dorms. Island style yeah. 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 I don't know if I could do that. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, my God. No. Have you ever done that, Izzy? No, I've no. never done that. She's too busy vomiting in people's I know. cars. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That was my priority. Smashing doors. Smashing doors. I reckon we would have been friends, Izzy. I do. I think we would have got our little goth outfits together. I have my little skull and crossbone boots and my pointy shoes from Bubblegum in Oxford. It was a shoe shop that had those those winkle pickers. Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. You both could have shared like a spider's web in both your hair. Like you could both create a veil that you both could have worn. Yes. I had naturally black hair and I'd backcomb it. I backspray it as well. Yeah. 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 Loved it. Loved it. We have to very quickly do a cocktail for Izzy, which is going to have, yeah, Perno. Mm. Um, sparkling I'm, wine. I'm going to call her the black, wi- uh, the black, black, wi- black widow, black widow, because the black it's, widow. It'll mm. have perno, perno yeah. and black. Yeah, and then it might spider have a web, a, sh- a spider web in it, but it might have a baby sham in it as well. Because I'm thinking that I don't know whether they did prosecco from your shower cupboard back in the day. No, I, d- I think it could have been baby sham. I'm going to yeah. go baby sham. It. There you go, the black widow. Is he sweaty? And black it's only widow. and it's only ever um, served at Halloween. 
Yes, yeah, exactly. It's a Halloween special because, yeah, yep, yeah, because of everything to do with gothic and the other side and the dreams yeah. and the and the whatever the ins ants all over you. Oh God, yeah. kind yeah. of wonderfully yeah. 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 enticing yeah. drink here. Mm. And the listener and look- cocktail um, for Rachel: um, hen stags shagging. Oh. A Love Island. Um, it's going to have an umbrella and a cherry in it. That's my offering. Um, it's going to be called. Um, oh, it's going to be. Um, I was thinking of a pun on se- sex on the beach, sex oh. on the bunks. Uh, yes. Well, there like, you go. Yes. There, there you, you go. go. Sex on Happy the bunks. Bunk. Oh, happy, happy fucking! Happy and that'd just be a, that'd be a really a top shelf job, I reckon. All the top shelf optics because it's. You're but you've got to be able to have sex, haven't you? You can't be so, you know that that point of when you just can't even don't even know your name. So you, I, I don't think all the top shelf. Otherwise, you just you just you're done. You can't right. do anything. I'm gonna oh, pick a mix then. Yeah, yeah, maybe just. Yeah. Yeah, a vodka. Well, let's bang in a fruit juice for your vitamins. Bacardi. Um, that feels oh, a yes. doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. yes. Bacardi yeah. vodka and a bit of a cranberry. Yeah. For the, the, do- for the a doily. in the morning. A yeah. doily over the top to make it look like a bridal thing. Oh, I think we've nailed that. Oh, my God. I think it's yeah. time for the penultimate question, Go isn't on then, it? Lou. Away you go. Ask Izzy. Izzy, wonderful city. Uh, the woman of our dreams, the no toenailed poetic woman from Derbyshire way who smashes. Ruining every car yeah, she comes into contact stores. with. Let's imagine that you've got a spittoon in front of you and uh, that spittoon has got all the dregs uh, of somebody's gob from drinks that they've had and they've spat it in that spittoon. Whose spittoon would you drink, Izzy City? Oh, such a good question. No one's ever said that, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to ask if they could be dead, but I think it would be worse than someone... No, they can be dead. Yeah, okay. I think I'd drink Mary Shelley's spittoon. Oh, why is that? Well, I think she's such a good writer. Yeah, I think she probably drank quite interesting stuff. Yeah. She, you know, she's been dead a while. (laughs) Stout, <laughs> bit of stout in stout. there. Stout, yeah, maybe cider. Did they drink there? Yeah, I would have thought so. There would have been cider. apples back then, and maybe <laughs> some homemade stuff. No, I'm yeah, burping, well, as I apples said. existed then. Yeah. Um, so I think it'd be more interesting than someone modern, and also maybe I would absorb some of her genius. Of yes. And also, Ooh. yeah, it's quite a gothic choice yeah. as well. I think isn't that it? might be it. I think subconsciously, yeah. I'm in keeping with the gothic trend, quite which right. is the real me. So that is the real you. We're discovering yeah. that. We're disco- we didn't yeah. go. Do you know? I, I can barely see you because you're like um, a vampire, and like we're so lucky to have you like in the daytime. Yes, yes. Yeah. So She's going to get, get into her coffin in a minute, isn't she? Just yeah. and sleep yeah. for the night until tomorrow. Right now, Louise Anne Conran. Oops, yes, spit or a swallow. Spit or a swallow. The Oyster Bay Sauvignon Blanc. Do you know? I love an Oyster Bay, so I was really pleased when you chose this. Um, it's a happy. It's a happy yes from me. It is defo a spit, even though it is swallow, from a plastic. not spit. You oh, sorry, a yeah. swallow. Yes, not from um, that bodes well, doesn't it? I've yeah, had a load good luck of with your job before I go to work. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a swallow, even though it's from a plastic. Ooh, Mine's cup. a swallow. Mine's definitely a swallow. I just wanted to ask one question. Have you ever tried the Cloudy Bay? Yes. 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 It's very expensive, isn't it? But very yeah. nice. Oh, very nice. 
Lovely. But this Oyster Bay, delicious. Another swallow. It's always a swallow from me. I never really go off piece, do I, Lou? No, no. It's no. Lovely. Thank you, Izzy. Thank you, Great. Oh, it's a pleasure. Do you want Great to tell chat. us about your, your yes. book? Yes, thank you. Um, I've written a book called Jane is Trying. It's a novel. It's out now. It's available at all, you know. All bookshops, Re- not Great. just good ones. No, they were all good bookshops, all of them. Well, like bookworks and places as well. Yeah, and like you know, I don't know, a weird old man who opens a suitcase and goes, "Do you want to buy a book?" It's even in there. Um, but also, also the posh ones as well. Yeah, there? oh, absolutely. Yeah, and it's a novel about an anxious lady mm. who's working in advertising in London, trying mm-hmm. for a baby in her late 30s. And she is going uh, engaged to her colleague. And then she discovers that he's been having an affair with <gasps> Rachel. And oh. she gets whisked back to Derbyshire to a town that's a bit like Matlock, but isn't Matlock. And she's got very molly coddling parents. And then it, lots of things happen to her. And it's about whether she can kind of stand on her own two feet and she just does whatever everyone tells her to do. So it's like, she always thinks she doesn't lean on people, but she actually really, really does. And I think it's funny. And I think it's also sad. Um, and I really enjoyed writing it. So, oh, you've got yeah. me already. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. Definitely. Sounds brilliant. Yeah. Oh, Fantastic. Thank you, Izzy. Oh, brilliant. This has been a real joy while I'm Oh, there. I've loved it. I've I'm loved hiding it. hiding in a room somewhere that I shouldn't be in, which I probably should leave very shortly. Thank you so much, Izzy, for joining us. You've been an absolute treasure. You really have. Love oh, you're very you. welcome. Me thank too. Thank you. Spit or Swallow is produced by Amanda Redman. If you want to get in touch with what you thought about the wines that we've tried, recommendations of your own, or feel like sharing your worst drunken story with us, then please do. On Twitter and Insta, we're at at Lou and Sally. Facebook is Spit or Swallow Podcast. Or email us at spitorswallowpodcast34, that's the number 34, at gmail.com. And if you want to support the podcast, then go to www.patreon.com forward slash spit or swallow podcast. Thanks to Audio Boom for hosting us, but most of all, thanks to you for listening. That's all for now. See you next time. Your work technology should help your organization run better. Monday.com is an intuitive platform designed to help teams of all sizes work better together and maximize results. With Monday.com, you can easily customize your workflows to fit your team's exact needs and create automated updates to keep everyone up to speed in real time. Experience the power of a single platform that replaces your costly tech toolbox and the headache that comes with it. To start your 14-day free trial, go to Monday.com. I'm Tom, and I used to be sleepy, totally useless in the morning. I'd snooze my water glass and try to drink my alarm clock, or confuse my toothpaste with fungus cream. Cringe. But no longer, thanks to my Nectar mattress with its premium memory foam and Nectar cool technology. Every mattress includes a one-year trial, forever warranty, and free shipping. With $200 off, prices start at only $399 and come with $499 of premium accessories. So rest easy and visit Nectarsleep.com. Spit or Swallow is produced by Amanda Redman. If you want to get in touch with us about what you thought about the drinks that we've tried or recommendations of your own or you feel like sharing your worst drunken story with us, then please do. On Twitter and Insta, we are at Lou and Sally. Facebook and TikTok is Spit or Swallow Podcast. 
or email us at spitorswallowpodcast34, that's the numbers 34, at gmail.com. If you've enjoyed the podcast, then please subscribe and leave us a review because this helps other people find us. And if you want to support the podcast, then go to www.patreon.com forward slash podcast where you can find some bonus content. Thanks to Acast for hosting us, but most of all, thanks to you lot for listening. That's all for now. See you next time. Bye!